Hey there, friends. It's Nick. So, do you know, one of the things I do before every podcast, before I hit record on every podcast, is I clear my throat, or I try at least, and clear my throat. But you guys don't ever hear that, right? Because it does nothing for you. It creates, <laughs> it creates no value for you, right? And yet we do this in writing all the time. And I've just finished this uh, three-ad little series that I'm writing to go onto, into Facebook ads. And one of the things I've just done this morning before I start to set the ads up is go back through and just make some kind of basic checks. And one of the things I'm checking for is words that are really just throat clearing. And I'm getting this list. Well, most of the list I work with is from Benjamin Dreyer's book, Dreyer's English, which I've mentioned before, I think. He's a copy editor for Random House in the US. And of course, one of the jobs of copy editors is to, to, to polish up the copy, to make it powerful, to make it kind of sing. And part of that is getting rid of all the stuff that is sort of fluff, that is throat clearing. We've talked about things like adverbs before. Getting rid of adverbs is, is often a good idea if you want to power up your writing. But today I'm just going to talk about 12 words that I've just gone through and just checked and killed. I've hunted and destroyed these words in my own copy. And I want to go through and just give you a sense of the kind of things that you can, you can usually pull out of anything you're writing. And it, it doesn't just reduce the length, it, it ups the power. So I'll go through the words individually, but before we start, let's just list them out. They are actually. In fact, which is a phrase, obviously, just, of course, rather, really, pretty, quite, so, surely, that said, and very. Now, what I'm going to do, what I basically did in this document was I searched through and found instances where I actually had used some of these. And thankfully, I didn't use all of them. I've been training myself for years to try and get rid of this kind of stuff. But what we find is when we write, these things creep in. And there's a different mindset when you're creating something. We've talked about that before as well. When you're creating something, you don't really necessarily want the editor to be sort of nitpicking over the back. You just want to write. So that's one of the reasons why editing usually do in a different time, in a different frame of mind from actually the creative stuff. Anyway, as it turned out, the first word is actually. And it turned out that I hadn't used actually, thankfully, <laughs> anywhere in my piece of writing, because actually is kind of self evident, right? If I say, actually, this is interesting. That just, I've just cleared my throat before saying the thing that I actually want to say, which is this is interesting. And you can see how getting rid of those four syllables makes for a more powerful sentence. The second one I did come a cropper on, which is in fact. Now it turned out I'd used in fact in four places in this, which is really not good. And I'll give you an example. Being right is no way to win an argument. In fact, it's no way to convince anyone of anything. That's not how excuse me, persuasion works. And if I read it without just, just getting rid of that, being right is no way to win an argument. It's no way to convince anyone of anything. That's not how persuasion works. We certainly haven't lost any meaning. And usually when you can take something away without losing meaning, uh, it, it also increases the kind of the the power of the sentence. And that's certainly true in the four places where I've removed, in fact, from my documents. But <laughs> the next one, just, 
was even worse. And just is one of these words, which we, we kind of used to sort of, to sometimes intentionally to take away the power of a sentence. And in this case, I was just talking about tending a tree, which makes sense in context. And the, the sentence was, I just planted it in good soil, gave it the food it needed and left it to take root. And I think we can see that the sentence without the word just is better. I planted it in good soil, gave it the food it needed and left it to take root. So just as one of these words where we're sort of, we're trying to mitigate, we're trying to sort of, um, lessen somehow. And very often it's not needed and very often taking it away can, can make things a lot better. The next phrase was of course, um, which I'd used a couple of times. So how do they do it? Of course, there's no single answer I'd written. Whereas, so how do they do it? There's no single answer is again, it's a, it's a simpler construction. It's a more powerful, more confident sentence. Uh, the next one in our list when almost halfway through now is rather, and I didn't use rather in any of my copy, but an example might be something like what we don't shy away from controversy, rather we fight. And it's much more powerful to say. We don't shy away from controversy. We fight. Uh, the next one is really, and I'd used this once and it was in this phrase, I began to think about what I really wanted. And again, it's not really adding anything. I began to think about what I wanted. I mean, I suppose we could say it's really in the sense of truly or ultimately or something. So maybe there's a bit more of a. Um, an argument for that one, but, but very often when we see really in a piece of text, it doesn't need to be there because the fact that we're there at all means that it was real, right? Um, pretty, uh, pretty is a bit like just, we use it to kind of soften things. And I'd written, despite knowing next to nothing about running a business, I did pretty well. And actually I've now changed it to, despite next, knowing next to nothing about running a business, I did well. Now you could argue that both of those things were true, but actually what does pretty well mean? Does it mean well, or is it just one of those kind of slightly, I'm not sure whether I actually want to commit to what I'm saying kind of words. And I think in this case it was because I did do well. So I should have written that. Uh, the next one is quite, and I didn't use quite in any of the the text, but you could, you could use it just in the same sentence I've just talked about. Despite knowing next to nothing about running a business, I did quite well. It's the same thing. You see, it's just, it's weakening the sentence. It's on the fence. It doesn't know quite what it thinks. It's perhaps, and this is a very English thing to do. It's, it's making sure I don't blow my own trumpet too much because that's bad. So despite knowing next to nothing about running a business, I did quite well is a way of, of, you know, in a very English kind of way of sort of say, well, you know, I did quite well. Uh, it's, it's not good in this context. It's not good in most contexts. The word quite is not good. Uh, the next one is so, and I didn't use that at all, but, um, if we said something is so powerful, you know, clear English is so powerful. You're not getting anything out of that other than slightly mitigating the fact that clear English is powerful. We don't need the so, uh, surely is one of those things where we very often when we write surely, we follow with the comma 
surely you must agree that clarity creates powerful writing. Doesn't really need to be there. Similarly with that said, when you say that said on the page, and I've done this, you know, many times in my life, you're talking about the thing that's just been said. So you rarely just that said add anything of kind of value. And I didn't use it in my writing. So then we're on to the, the last one, which was a very, that's the last one of 12, which is very, and I also didn't use very, but very, again, it's one of those things that it's like, so we could say clarity in writing is very powerful, or we could just say clarity in writing is powerful. And actually without that kind of modifier, it's more powerful. So I've called this podcast, just say it already. But we might just as well have called it stop clearing your throat, right? Because a lot of what we do and the, the back a bit, out of, just coming back a bit out of 2000 words that I'd written across these three ads, about 2000 words, I've probably taken out with that list about 20 or 30. Okay. In total, something like that. Maybe not that many, 15, 20, something like that. And. They will all just increase the, the momentum, the confidence and the clarity in that copy. And it's a really interesting thing to do. I'm going to stick this list in the, the usually very sparse show notes for my podcasts. So you can just copy it out and uh, stick it somewhere because actually we can really, you know, just, just use your find in your word document or your Google doc or whatever it is. And just, just see when you're writing something, how often you use those words, because killing them, hunting and destroying them can make a big difference to, to helping other people understand that your story, here we go, means business. Thanks for listening. If you want to dig deeper into the stuff that I do, search online for story.business and you'll land on my website. Bye now.